Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sports Talk with G. We're here, back at it, after the 49ers' victory over the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round of the, of the NFC Championship game. <sighs> that was a tight game. And I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was worried the 49ers were going to blow it. Number one seed, double-digit favorite over the seventh-seeded Packers. And for most of the game, I thought the Niners were going to lose. So let's get right into it. Last week, before the game, I laid out clearly what the 49ers needed to do to stop the Green Bay Packers. And it's clear Kyle Shanahan didn't listen to the podcast or watch the YouTube channel because he didn't follow a single one of those things. What did I say? Run the ball. Packers didn't have a good run defense. It was going to be bad weather. Run the ball. You have Christian McCaffrey. Run the ball. Run the ball some more. Run the ball some more. You also have Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason. Run the ball. What did Kyle do? He came out in the rain, throwing like Brock, calling plays like Brock was in the Big 12 still, and just spreading it out in shotgun all game, relying on Brock to keep throwing. It almost cost the Niners the game. What are you doing, Kyle? What are you doing? Doesn't make any sense. Another point I said, stop the run. Did the Niners stop the run? Have the Niners been good at stopping the run recently? No, they have really struggled. I think Javon Hargrave has been a real disappointment in the run game. Eric Armstead was back, which was a good thing, helped a bit, but Aaron Jones ran all over the Niners. He had that huge run. The run defense is going to be a problem, and we'll get into it in our preview of the Lions, but Boy, if the Niners run defense struggles against the Lions like they did against the Packers, that's not going to be good. What else did I say? Pass rush is going to be key. How many sacks did the Niners have? Zero. I think Jordan Love's jersey was completely white for most of the game. I don't know. He barely hit the ground. One thing's clear. Chase Young isn't that good. I thought he was going to be a huge game changer when the Niners got him from the Commanders. But honestly, he's been pretty awful. He's terrible at setting the run. I never realized the loss of Cleveland Furl would be so huge. I was kind of wondering after the young trade why Furl was still playing so much, and it's obvious. He plays the run phenomenally, whereas Young has no clue. Getting blocked by receivers, he doesn't set the edge. Neither does Randy Gregory. But I didn't really have expectations for Randy Gregory. Chase Young has been terrible. I don't think the Niners are going to re-sign him unless he comes super cheap. But the pass rush, they had zero sacks. Bosa... To, I'll give him credit. He was trying hard, but you don't really have to pay attention to Young or anybody else, really. I mean, when Armstead's out of the game, so like he was getting a lot of attention on Bosa. He tried his best. He had a couple stops, but no sacks. Jordan Love had time to throw and he escaped some pressure, um, which led to some big plays for the Packers. So pass rush failed again. Another thing I talked about, Steve Wilkes. I don't think he called a good game. I think the Niners, frankly, got lucky. Three trips to the red zone for the Packers in the first quarter. They come away with six points, mostly because they called some dumb plays and then the the QB sneak didn't work. I mean, so I give the defense credit. They held the field goals instead of touchdowns, but the Packers were margin right down the field. Um, I don't think Wilkes is that good. He had one, he had a couple good defensive play calls end of the near the end of the game, which helped when the Niners defense did get some stops. But to start out the game, Wilkes was awful. I still think. The Niners should consider moving on from Steve Wilkes after this year. 
don't think he played well. I don't think he coached well. I don't think he calls plays that well. I think the defense had more holes this year than they've had in years past. Um, and then what did I say about kickers? Never rely on kickers. End of the first half, Shanahan has tons of time, multiple timeouts, decides to play this weird clock management. I have no idea what he's doing. Let's the clock run down and then calls a timeout. I guess he's scared of the Packers getting the ball back, but should you have more confidence in your own team than fear that the other team will get the ball back and score? Have some confidence in your offense. Have some confidence in McCaffrey. My goodness, Kyle, your end of end of half managed clock management has been a disaster your whole career here. And then as the 49ers head coach, let's just think back to the Super Bowl where you just decided to kneel and not try to go for points at the end of the first half. That really killed you. And then again, they didn't do it. And what does he try to do? Rely on Jake Moody. I mean, give me a break. Moody got the 48-yard field goal blocked. He didn't have enough elevation on it. Sure, he made a kick later in the game, but you never rely on Jake Moody. Nobody has confidence in Jake Moody. Kyle's the only person in the world with confidence in Jake Moody. The only person I have less confidence in is the Packers kicker, Anders Carlson, who missed the 41-yarder. That would have uh, made it a seven-point game instead of a four-point game. I mean, that guy is the worst kicker in the league. He's missed, what, six extra points, multiple field goals. I think he's missed a kick in like 10 straight games, whatever. So I don't know what the Packers are doing, trusting him either. Um, But rookie kickers are terrible. Kickers just in general, you shouldn't trust. I still don't understand why they didn't re-sign Robbie Gold. Jake Moody doesn't even kick it out of the end zone most of the time. The the Packers got a huge kick return because Moody tries keeps trying these directional kicks. I don't know what the special teams coach for the Niners is doing, but he's awful. Stop doing these directional kicks. Just kick it out of the end zone every single time. I don't understand it, but special teams, obviously terrible. But Jake Moody, the game cannot come down to Jake Moody. Nobody is going to trust him to make a kick. The, the the opposing team will, frankly, be glad when Jake Moody comes up. Only guy feeling worse is Tyler Bass, right? Because, man, the Bills and kickers. But Kyle didn't follow any of the keys to my game. If he did, Niners would have won easily, but he didn't. Instead. Kyle had his worst coach game as a 49ers head coach, in my opinion. I thought he the play calling was ridiculous. Coming out of the second half, he handed it off to Jawan Jennings, and he said like he forgot to, to take out the Hezzy in the play call. But, I mean, that's the first play of the second half. You had tons of time to think about that play. What are you doing? He called so many pass plays with like wide sets and shotgun formation when they should have just been in the eye formation, running the ball, doing play action. He didn't do any of that. It was weird. The weather was weird, right, with the rain. Why are you giving – the, putting the ball in Brock's hands the whole game when he clearly was struggling with the with the grip of the ball. He just couldn't grip the ball in the, in the rain. So, like, Kyle, what are you doing? I just don't understand sometimes what he's doing. I think he overthinks things. I think he tries to, like, outsmart the opponent. I don't know if he was trying to get the MVP case for Brock up. I don't know what was going on. But, Kyle, you have to be better. You have to coach better um, against the Lions. Otherwise, the Niners will lose. And let's get into a couple other things about that game. So, Brock... I mean, uh, of course, the media was elated at that game from Brock Purdy, right? Because he struggled. We, we knew he was going to struggle if it was raining and wet. He can't grip the ball. I mean, it's a big flaw, but luckily it's not going to rain that often um, in Santa Clara. But when it does, the Niners need to be worried. But if it's not raining, Brock has shown and proven that he's great at being an elite quarterback in this system. The narrative, again, is that Brock sucks. Brock is nowhere in the class of category of Mahomes or Allen. Nobody was putting him in that class anyways. Saying he had an MVP season does not mean he's as good as Mahomes, Allen, or Lamar Jackson. Nobody is saying he's as good as those guys. 
but Brock played spectacularly this year. He had a terrible first three and a half quarters, but he came through in the clutch. All year, people are saying, well, Brock hasn't come back from behind. Brock hasn't proven um, he can just lead a game-winning drop. Well, he did, and still, goalposts keep moving. Like, everybody's like, well, it was only seven points, or it was only four points, whatever. Come back. I mean, give me a break. I mean, if, if it's raining again next week, okay, I'll be a little worried. If it's not, I'm not worried about Brock. I think he's great. Um, I think the, the game... So the kind of I, I think he struggles at times, but he he made some great throws to John Jennings. He had some horrible throws that game that were due to the rain and wet grip. But I mean, Brock's still still my quarterback. Let's keep rolling with him. And the last piece of big news from from the Packers game, the Debo injury. That was huge. I think that really changed a lot of how the game was called, how the game would have played out. I think if Debo's playing, I think we dominate. But Debo got hurt. Um, similar shoulder. It didn't look like a huge hit, but I guess. Same shoulder as the injury he sustained in the Browns game. Kyle said no break. Um, I really hope he plays against the Lions because the Niners really need Debo on the field. He provides that weapon that nobody else can provide. Nobody else can play the the wide back like Debo can. I think he's going to tough it out. I think he's going to play unless something drastically becomes worse. For all of us Niners fans, we need Debo out there because with Debo, McCaffrey, and Ayuk and Kittle, we're a different offense. When you take out Debo, for some reason, if you take out any of the other guys, I feel like the Niners offense would be okay. But if you take out Debo, it feels like the whole the whole machine changes. It's like a Ferrari, right? If you have if you lose a part, small one small part of the Ferrari, it kind of like breaks apart. Um, I feel like Debo's that part. I don't know. When he's out of the game, the offense is so much less dynamic than when he's in the game. So we need Debo to be back. So, I mean, overall, the Niners played terribly. Yeah, they got pretty lucky. Brock almost threw multiple interceptions. But they won. I mean, the goal of the postseason is to win. It's one and done. You win the game, you're in the next round. It was a terribly coached game. It was a terribly played game. Brock was terrible most of the game. Defense was awful most of the game. But they won. So none of that matters. It was raining a lot. Unfortunately, the, the field looked terrible. I don't know why the Niners were slipping. It didn't seem like the Packers were slipping that much. I don't know about that. But the Niners won. They're into the next round. So let's, I mean, all this discourse, what it doesn't matter. Niners won. They're in the NFC Championship game again. I mean, people questioning Kyle overall on his tenure. I mean, he's made so many NFC Championship games now. He needs that ring badly. This is his best chance to do it. So let's get into the next round, right? So NFC Championship game. Lions coming to Santa Clara play the 49ers not gonna lie i was heavily rooting for the bucks to beat the lions unfortunately lions prevailed so i am a little scared about this matchup the lions have so much dynamic playmaking on the offensive side of the ball first of all their offensive line is phenomenal Ragnall, that center he got hurt but he kept playing he's awesome they have Panay sewell probably the best right tackle in the game up there they have taylor decker uh, the offensive line is fantastic the niners Pass rush has been struggling against worse offensive lines. I worry about their ability to pressure. Um, Goff, I will say, Goff is a statue back there. He's not mobile like Jordan Love, so there's there's a better chance. But he does get the ball out quick. The offensive line is good. So the Niners' defensive line has to step up. They're supposed to be built around their defensive line, but their, their D-line D has not been having the impact it should have. So the offensive line for the Lions, phenomenal. Niners going to have to step up. Bosa needs to have a postseason sack. I mean, give me a break. Armstead's got to come through. Hargrave, do something. Give me a break. Chase Young. I mean, do anything that isn't horrible on defense. Give me, come on. Um, then the running game. Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. Two different styles of backs. Both excellent running backs. 
Niners run defense, again, going back to that D-line, the run defense has been struggling. I thought Fred Warner also took some terrible angles um, in, the, in, in, in terms of tackling. Niners, if they do that, Jameer Gibbs is going to go off for like a 70-yard touchdown. Montgomery is going to be turning out those yards. The Lions running game is elite. Niners better show up against the running game. And then we got to talk about their receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown is I'm I'm worried about because the Niners struggle against that type of receiver. I was okay playing the Bucks because Ward matches up well with actually with Mike Evans because the bigger guy, not the fastest. Ward can body him up, keep up with him. But against someone like Amon Ross St. Brown, a lot of speed, quickness, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult um to contain him. I'm worried. If I was the Lions, I would just throw out whoever Avery Thomas is covering. I mean, he had some good games this year, but last yeah, last game he was awful, historically been awful, compared to Lenore, who's been elite in the slot, and Ward. Just throw to whoever Avery Thomas is covering. I mean, I mean, Thomas isn't going to do that much to stop anything, right? So that's what I would do. They have Laporta, tight end, who's playmaking ability galore. Um, I'm worried about the Niners' defense against the the playmakers of the Lions. Then you got Jared Goff. Jared Goff gets a lot of hate. He has some flaws. He's not mobile, but he gets the ball out fast. He's accurate. He did have some turnover-worthy plays. He had that one dropped um, touchdown in that t- dropped, dropped interception in the end zone the Bucks would love to have back because they probably win that game if they um, make that interception. But for the most part, if he has time, he's going to make the completion. He's going to make the right decision. So the Niners, again, coming back to that pass rush, they got to get pressure on Jared Goff. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day. And then let's talk about uh, their defense. The Niners, I think, have the big upper hand on offense compared to the Lions' defense. I don't think their defensive line is that great, other than Aiden Hutchinson, who's elite. And if I was the Lions, I'd just line him up over the right side, line him up against McKivitz. I also see Hutchinson line up a lot inside in the tackle. Again, line him up on the right side. So the Niners are going to have to plan to chip Hutchinson because if they can get Hutchinson away from from Brock, I think the Niners have a good shot. But if Hutchinson wreaks havoc, it's going to be a long game because that right side of the offensive line has has been bad. I think you got to use the tight end. You got to use the fullback to help that right side against Hutchinson because he can he can dramatically change the game. Um, I'm excited to see the Niners receivers and tight ends against linebackers and 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 uh defensive backs of the Lions. I think the Niners have a huge upper hand there. I think if Debo plays he's gonna destroy Chauncey Gardner Johnson like he like in the past. Um and I think Ayuk he made some great catches last game, didn't have as big of an impact because Brock was, I don't know, all over the place. Ayuk's gonna have a big game if it's a dry game. I think he's gonna torch them. I mean he he's always open. Ayuk is basically always open. Just got to get the time and and see him there. So I think the Niners offensively have the upper hand in the passing and, and run game because, again, their the run defense isn't great for the Lions. Please, Kyle, run the ball with McCaffrey. Please, Kyle, run the ball with McCaffrey. I'm going to say it again. Please, Kyle, run the ball with McCaffrey. You also have Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason who are good running backs. If McCaffrey's hurt, let them play. I don't really get it, but he doesn't seem to like those guys very much. But – Kyle, if you don't have more runs than passes in the first half, I'm going to be real mad because you got to do that. You got to use the run to set up play action too. I didn't see enough play actions against the Packers. Brock thrives on play action. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of my thoughts on the Lions game. I think the Niners are going to win. I think they're going to win by, I think the line was seven the last time I saw. I personally think the, the Niners are going to win by 10 plus. 
I think they're going to, the last game was a little bit of wake up call. It was that kind of post by Russ weather factor, Kyle in a weird coaching game, not in his bag. I think against the lions, it's going to be a different story. The weather right now, there, it doesn't look like there's going to be any rain. I think Brock's going to come out being his old normal, usual actor itself. And he's going to lead the Niners to the Super Bowl with the help of the rest of the team. This narrative that you can't have help and still be called a good good quarterback, great quarterback, doesn't make any sense. All the great quarterbacks have had great receivers. Peyton Manning, remember Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Edgerton James. Let's see, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I mean, give me a break. Um, so Niners are going to beat the Lions by 10-plus points. Niners are going to be back in the Super Bowl again in Las Vegas. Again, indoors, so weather doesn't matter. Um, and the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl this year. This is their year to win the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that after the championship game when they win because the matchups in the AFC are real tough. But I think the Niners have the upper hand against the Lions here. If they play their A game and if Debo plays and if it's not raining, well, some ifs, but and all those things are mostly probable, Niners are going to prevail against the Lions. And it's going to be a Super Bowl season for Khan. He's got to win. He's got to win this year. Let's talk about some of the other games. Bills, Josh Allen loses again. Buffalo Bills kicker misses in the playoffs again. But let's be real. Mahomes was going to come back and drive down the field and score to end that game anyways. But I feel bad for the Bills fans. I hate the Chiefs. I was rooting for the Bills to win. Now I got to see more Chiefs in the NFC in the AFC Championship game. And it's a tough one because it's the Ravens versus the Chiefs. Both teams who beat the Niners in the Super Bowl recently. But I really hate the Chiefs way more than the Ravens because the Ravens got a new crew in there. Lamar Jackson wasn't there in the Flacco Flacco Super Bowl game. Of course, John Harbaugh is still there. But, I mean, I got to root for the, the the Ravens over the Chiefs. And I think the Ravens' defense is just so good. The Chiefs' offense isn't that good. I don't think the Bills' defense played very well. Von Miller is like a $40 million, whatever he's making, uh, nothing player on that team. But the Ravens' defense is legit. McDonald should be getting head coaching look at. But, I mean, everybody just hires offensive coordinators now. But I think the Ravens' defense can stifle the Chiefs' offense. Just pay attention to Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey. Isaiah Pacheco runs like a madman. He is so good. Um, he and all those three guys, Rokon Smith, Rokon Smith versus Isaiah Pacheco is going to be an awesome collision matchup. Can't wait to see it. But I'm rooting for the Ravens, man. I'm rooting for the Ravens just because I cannot stand the Chiefs. Although I think maybe the Niners have a better shot against the Chiefs. I'm not sure. But I can't stand the Chiefs. So let's go with the Ravens, hopefully. Like I said, I was hoping the Bucks would beat the Lions. They didn't. I think they'll re-sign Baker Mayfield next year. He was pretty good this year. They're not, they're not draft high enough to get any legit um, other guys in there. Uh, Ravens crushed the Texans. Texans look good for the first half. D'Amico Ryan's with a great showing. But CJ Stroud didn't play that great. Again, that defense of the Ravens too good. First time in the playoffs, first year for a lot of the Ravens, uh, Texans player. That was going to be a tough matchup. First half was a little bit like, whoa, what's going on? Second half, Lamar and crew took it away. Um, no issues there. So, yeah, I mean, this has been a fun NFL season coming down to the wire. NFC Championship game, AFC Championship games on Sunday, then the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. A lot of fun. What a wild ride. I cannot be the Niners came out with the victory against the Packers. I don't think the Packers can believe it either. 
last last time they played Jordan Willis with that field goal block with the punt block led to the victory for the Niners. They had no business winning that game. Honestly, they had no business winning this game either. They were that bad, but they won. And that's all that matters. The W is all that matters. And yeah, I'm super excited for this game. We're I'm hoping to get uh, the locksmith on the pod uh, later this week. Also going to have a guest, a special guest, another UCLA fan. We're going to talk UCLA hoops after the UCLA USC game on Saturday. Don't get me started on UCLA hoops, man. That Arizona loss. I don't know how they lose that game. Um, I don't think Cronin really knows the gets the pulse of the team right now. And I don't think he recruited well, but we'll get into that and more after the UCLA USC game um, this Saturday. But as, as always, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate the support and hope everybody has a great week.